Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Writer's Room. I'm your host, Dr. Mangelo. Tonight, she's back for part two. Noelle Benson and this controversial little opus. It's called What Men Don't Know About Dating is a Lot. And let me tell you something. We've had guests who, um, who have sparked attention on this show. And then we've had guests like, uh, like Noelle Benson, who is a lightning rod for attention. I will tell you, first of all, Noelle, welcome back. Thank um, you, Angelo. Thank you for inviting me back. You're quite welcome. Um, actually, thanks, Stephen Plim, for <laughs> you being here. <laughs> he's, he's the guy that's uh, really responsible for it. He's, uh, he's the one we should beat up. He's the guy we should get. Um, no, for anything from my friend, Mr. Plim. Uh, let's talk about this. I want to get right into this right from the get-go. Um, by your own admission, you say that you have been on thousands of horrible dates. Now, that's a, that's a pretty big statement to make for somebody who doesn't look like she's past 60, okay? Um, so to have all of these horrendous, horrific, catastrophic dates at such a young age, either you dated really bad guys or... Your choice in men stinks. So let's decide which is it first. Well, so I started, let's be specific. It's online dating that we're addressing. That's what my book addresses. Online it, it, dating. Well, it, let's so be, I've been let's... online dating for almost 10 years. And I think I'm going to stick by my guns here. I think that men are not authentic in their profiles and then they show up for the date, and they're not who they pretend to be when they're online. Okay, and there are as many women doing that. Um, yes. You don't hear about that. Why the discrepancy? Uh, why the double standard? Why the dichotomy? No double standard. In your standard. opinion. I, listen, I think my next book is going to maybe be named what... People don't know about dating is a lot. I'm not going to uh, discriminate because the only reason I wrote a book about what men don't know about yeah. a lot is because that's who I date, men. Well, I, yeah, I can't sure. speak to well, what women Well, let's talk do. about that, Noel. Let, let's talk about this at some length. Um, a lot of the negative, and I've got some, some positive feedback on you, a lot of it, but I got some really harsh criticisms of your appearance. Um, one woman, and I quote, one woman said, and I quote, Miss Benson treats men like mindless dickheads, unquote. That's a direct hey, if quote. If the shoe fits, <laughs> I'm not going to deny if the shoe fits, then, you know, that's, that's you get what you give. Well, and you're not going to sell a lot of books with that, with that attitude. Listen, um, I'm responding to her comment, not my book. She might not be wrong. Well, and by the same token, I have had people who say, Noel Benson doesn't understand men, which is, I think, closer to the truth. If we're going to be completely candid here, let's be candid. Closer to the truth is, I really don't think you understand the mind of the male. Of the species. I think you're right. I have no idea what the hell's going on inside those heads. Okay, well, I let's would talk never, about it. I would never show up to a date 
looking disheveled and having inappropriate conversation right out of the gate. I wouldn't do it. And what would possess a man to do that? I had, so you're right. I have no idea what's in the heads of men when they, let's let's just assume for a a minute that um, you work for a living. Let us also assume that you have uh, dated men that are nine to fivers. Okay. A lot of guys come home from work, five o'clock, eat something, grab something real quick, grab a shower, maybe five thirty, six o'clock, throw some clothes on, go out on a date. Maybe they don't look the best. Perhaps they're not suit and tie worthy. That's okay. There are a lot of men who, don't, who, who can't pull off the suit and tie. You're looking at one of them. I can't pull off a suit and tie. Who I needs just can't. to show up on a date in a suit and tie? They just need to look good with, hey, the first thing I said to you tonight well, when you came on air was, I like your shirt. You don't have to have a suit and tie to be on a right. date, for God's sakes. Well, but there are people who are implying that that your perception of looking good is, you know, well-groomed. Of course, we, want, we would hope one would be at least well-groomed. But we what if well-groomed for that guy is an open-collar shirt and a pair of jeans? I think that's great. Okay, so Listen, describe the shovel to me. As, oh, let, so let, let's, the, let us so clarify. The shirt, so if the shirt wouldn't be ironed or if there were stains all over it, same okay. with the pants. If they weren't ironed or if they were dirty, maybe they had dog or cat hair all over them. Okay. That's, yeah. It sounds like my wardrobe. <laughs> it sounds like my wardrobe. I have a dog uh, and there is hair everywhere. Um, let us talk about, I want to, there was something here struck me right, right, right away. I won't talk to you about it. Um, by your own admission, I want to quote you. This is from page. This is how early in the book we're talking. Page two. Mm-hmm. Page two. And I quote, like Ruth in Ozark, I don't know shit about fuck. That's a quote. But I do know about dating. Trust me, with thousands of cringeworthy dates under my belt, you know, this is Noel Benson speaking, so I need to know. Yeah, you have it too. Look, I'm nice. reading along with you. Okay, so let's talk about these cringeworthy dates. You've had to have among these self-professed thousands of cringeworthy dates you've had to have one or two that are especially memorable so let's get into story time with noel here let's talk about some of your most um egregious offenders on the dating scene well i can tell you there was one really cute guy and um he was you know well-groomed yeah and i thought he was going to be great and i met him for dinner and he kept going to the bathroom like once every first it was like once every 20 minutes then it got to be once every like 10 minutes he came back he had so much coke caked around his nostril and i should have noticed because he (laughs) every time he came back from the bathroom yeah He was talking faster. He was talking louder. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, no, he's not. So you dated a cokehead. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I didn't. Well, one day, one day. So Interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just think that that's absurd. And 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 he's he's age appropriate. So this is a middle aged man still yeah. acting like that. I just I don't get it. That goes back to what you said earlier about. Well, men I don't do understand men. Well, let's talk about right. that. What let's, would possess a man to do that? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, there is something you may or may not be familiar with, uh, particularly uh, between the ages of 45 and 55 in men. It's called the Peter Pan syndrome. Do you are right. you familiar with that? You know what that is. Okay. Um, I'm guessing just a guesstimate that this guy was probably around 54, 55 in that ballpark. Let's say the date was 10 years ago. Then he would have been 48. Okay. So right between, there you go. Yeah. Between 45 and 55. He falls right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my profile is exactly where he would expect to be. Mm -hmm. Now you had this. Would you call it a horrific date or was it just a bad date with Mr. Cokehead? Bad? Horrific? Was it you, you choose the word. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't happy about it. Well, let me, well, you're, you're using words here. I'm going to call you out on your words. Mm -hmm. You say cringeworthy. Let's mm -hmm. talk about what, what, uh, what elevates someone to hall of fame status. What well, I makes would say, them cringeworthy? I would say that guy. Wouldn't you? Don't you agree? Well, I don't know. I didn't date him. I don't know. I only had one date. Let's not get confused. I didn't date him. I had one date. He was one and done. Well, it was one. A date is a date. I don't care if it's one date or or many weeks worth of dates. It's a okay. date. Yeah, that's okay. fair. If you want to pull semantics, you're, you're, you're with the king of semantics, kid. Um, the other thing we want to talk about is why such a visceral response, in your opinion? Why are you getting such a visceral response from women? I would think women would be the first ones, Noel, to defend you and to jump on the Noel Benson bandwagon, but they surprisingly are not. Well, and, and I not find accurate. that... That's not accurate. I have it, Well, it's accurate in my realm, I can tell you that. The well, visceral response. Well, hear me out. You got to let me speak here. Hear me because it's really important. The response that we're getting on this show from women mm -hmm. is visceral to the point of I've had people wanting to come on this show and call you out. Well, now, man. I have one woman was supposed to be here. Luckily, her son got sick, oh, so she you. had to take care. And I say luckily because she wanted to wring your neck. <laughs> here's right. my here's here's my point. Hold, hold on a minute. For her. Hold, hold on a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Here's my here's the point I'm trying to make. Understand that that kind of guttural reaction comes from somewhere. I'm not a woman. I don't get it. You're a woman. Fill me in. Where does that? Why? Why does it happen? Where does it come from? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, most of the response I have, the feedback I have is extremely positive. 
and a lot of sisterhood and a lot of support. What um, are women I saying to you? I don't, pardon me? What are women saying to you? Oh, well, you should see my reviews. If you've gone online, you see my reviews. My book is hilarious. They can relate to it. They think that even married men could take the advice. Single men are saying that they've learned a lot. Uh, the women are saying it's funny. They're giving it to their sons. Even though it's not directed at that demographic, they're going to give it to their sons. But Well, the that, demographic, can we talk about that a minute? I want to talk about that. The sure. demographic is anybody 18 or up. No, no, the uh, demographic of my book oh, it clearly no. says no, it's no, 40 no. to 75. You may have had that in mind when you wrote this, but I will tell you point blank. If I picked up this book at 18 years of age, mm -hmm. there's something in there I can glean from it. Oh, good. The, the, the first thing I'm going to glean is take this book and use it for firewood. Well, because it doesn't speak to that. it doesn't speak to the heart of what a relationship is. You said by your own admission that this book was to propel people to help get them married. You I said think that you're missing yesterday the point to me. This, book. this is a post-pandemic dating guide for men who are now online. And you were um, reading from page two. Let's go up a couple paragraphs. Good. This book is supposed to help men. I'm advocating for men because they have fallen behind. They're not relevant. So on page two, the first paragraph says, 2020 woke us you up to introspect and, you, you and reflect. You realize what you just did? Do you realize what you just did? Because I'm going to call you out on it. Tell this me. is not going to be a fluff interview. You've mm -hmm. had fluff interviews. I've seen them. They're okay. very Noel friendly. This will not be that interview. Oh, well, they this, never this are. Is, this is a hardball interview. You, you just took the entire male species and threw them under the collective fucking bus. You realize okay, so what you've just done. Thank you for that. Can I finish? Uh, no, I want you to explain why you threw the entire species under the bus. This book is for men who want to find a real relationship post-pandemic. Yeah. For whatever reason, they find themselves single, whether mm -hmm. they didn't survive lockdown, yeah. they could be widowed, but they're just out of touch because they haven't dated for decades. And now the way to date is online. Okay. For Let me remind you, Noel Benson, that women likewise have been locked up in lockdown yes. in a pandemic for as long as the men. What makes the women of the species different or more akin to accepting change than men? You oh, basically I'm say men are not capable of change. Not capable. They're just not thinking about it like women. You know, women always want to go out shopping on a Saturday afternoon. And they so if you're out shopping, you see the fashion, you know what's out there. Men have are, you met my wife? No, I have, have you not. met my wife? No, does she not like to shop? My wife would tear that to shreds. Let me tell you, be thankful she's not around right now um, okay. because she would rip you to shreds. So uh, I will say this. Yes. Understand something. And I, there is validity to what you say. I'm not, I'm not you know, totally going to bash you here. 
because I'm, I'm not going to do that. You what are I am right going now. To tell, well, I'm not going to bash you, but there is Enjoy something it. to be gleaned here. What's to be gleaned is be careful where you get your advice from and who you take your advice from. I'm not saying that you did a bad job compiling your data. The data is fluctuable. Uh, it, it is not accurate. It's accurate for the pandemic. I will say that. It's well, not accurate. What this book is about post-pandemic dating. Okay, that's well, fine. I'll that's be honest with you. You and I talked about this before. Chapter 15. Dick pics, okay? I haven't heard the term dick pics used in 15 years. Hmm. Okay? But it exists in the vocabulary of Noel Benson. That's just, I got a laugh out of it because it's been so long since I heard that term. Well, Let's because you haven't been online dating. One, one of the big things you talk about, conversation. Conversation, hmm. the ability to have dialogue. Mm-hmm. Men and, and women together to, to converse, you know, to, to have this, you know, verbal repartee. Mm-hmm. Why are, again, why are, in your opinion, women better conversationalists? I'm not saying women are better conversationalists. I'm giving direction to men to help them. I think you're very confused. You're saying they're stupid is what you're saying, that men are basically dumb fucks. I'm saying that they could brush up on their skills is what I'm saying. Can I ask you a question? I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, And this is a serious question. I have have, have a serious question for you. And I'm not being facetious. Did you go to a school of etiquette? No. And I'm not being facetious. No. Okay. Did you go to boarding school? No. Are you of the six-figure caliber and above? Yes. Okay. There's the there's the the uh, the breakaway right there. You can't relate to blue-collar people. You can't. Who said, I was, who said that this book is for blue-collar? This book is for everybody. This book is you're for writing, everybody. You're liking you're writing this book and liking it to a blue collar handbook for dumb white men who don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, and, and people are offended by your book for white men, for brown you know, men. I was just having a conversation with someone at the gym the other day. I'm not backing down from here and I'm, and I'm going to push this issue and okay. I'm going to make an issue of it. If I have to, this book has got it. It's really garnered and gutted uh, an audience of mine that's divided between their likability for some of the, the the things you have to say, and there are some likable things in here, but a lot of the women, and I'm talking about, I'm not even addressed the men yet. I'm speaking just about the women that I've gotten response from. They want to jump your bones and beat you to a pulp. Well, what woman would even want to fight? That is just—that's not—that's not acceptable behavior in society. You making, don't put your hands on another person. You could be arrested for that. Oh my God! You know, I got to tell you something. You really—you know—perhaps you, you need to come out and smell the, the the blue collar air. Uh, I, I mean that because you're living in a bubble. 
You really are. Maybe uh, you are. And maybe uh, your oh, women I, are. I, let me tell you something. My bubble is red, white, and blue, kid. I got news for you. So is uh, mine. Understand. Let's talk about cancel culture. Because that, that irked that irked me. Um, why even the need to include cancel culture in a book about what men don't know about dating? Confidence is really sexy. If you're going to make a date, keep it. Okay? Don't cancel at the last minute and make up some lame excuse just because mm-hmm. you're not feeling confident. I mean, there are real situations. Um, in my book, it says that a friend of sure. mine canceled. I know exactly what your book says. I've, read, I've probably read this thing yeah. five times, so, page, cover oh, to no, cover. Confidence is sexy. If you're confident enough to make the date, yeah. keep the date. It's like that Seinfeld episode. You can make the date. Yeah. You can't keep the date. You ever heard the expression, Noel, that shit happens? Mm-hmm. Shit happens, kid. Sometimes you get ready for a date at the and I've had happen to me. Last minute, something come up. Got to call the woman up. Sorry, can't make it. Got to go. What about it happens? What about and in that in that it. chapter? And you go with it, and you yeah. go with the flow. And what that's about what you do. in that chapter? The guy that called me before the date yeah. and said, "I think we're getting ahead of ourselves." Well, perhaps you were getting ahead of it. I didn't ask him out for the date. He that asked me out for the date. That has no, oh, whoa, 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 back up, back up there, woman. Let's talk about this. Asking someone out on a date does not mean you assume responsibility for the date. It so just means that you does. have enough interest. No, it doesn't. It means you just have enough interest in that person to want to date them for a night or a week or a few hours, or whatever the case may be. Understand something, and, and understand this is if you're able to, and I hope to God you're able to. Shit happens. Things come up. It doesn't mean that that person is lacking confidence. It means something came the fuck up. Okay? I think it can be both. I don't think it has to be one or the but other. But they're not mutually exclusive, Noel. Do you Pardon? understand that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, what? They're not mutually exclusive. I don't think it's a bifurcated situation. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> God, you know, you have, um, you're, you've been very fortunate because you've had softball interviews. Why does a venue make the difference between whether a date is successful or not? Well, especially post-pandemic, I think it's people are still being very cautious. A lot of people are not comfortable going out to a restaurant or a concert or even a ball game. So at this point of time, which is historical, I think the venue is very important because you want um, both parties to feel safe. So at this point, pivotal point in world history during a public health crisis, the venue has to be mm-hmm. agreed upon and everyone has to feel safe. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, I think it's a lot of hogwash. I think it's a lot of double talk. I don't think a venue makes any damn bit of difference whatsoever. Um, doesn't matter whether it's a five-star restaurant, a two-star restaurant, a baseball game, a sporting event. It doesn't really matter where, uh, 
the venue is or how far removed from civilization it is. If there are two people willing to converse and go that route, why the hell not? But apparently well, that's it makes where a video chatting comes in because we're talking really. I'm I'm gaining more and more insight into your perspective. This is a book about making real connections. If people are really interested right. in making real connections, and especially during this, like I said, this historical time. Yeah. We should have learned what's important. And if people are really interested in connecting in the online dating culture, then mm -hmm. they have to be authentic. So you're right. There's, there's the dichotomy, though, Noel. But everyone the, needs to be comfortable with the situation. That's the problem. That's the problem. You, you entered here one element that throws everything else out of balance What's when that? you say online dating. Mm -hmm. Now, understand something. People are visceral, they're guttural, they're instinctive, they're primal, okay? Mm -hmm. People want to be with other people. Men want to be with, men, with women. Women want to be with men. In, in, in the cases where they are of, you know, of the same sexual like-mindedness. However, however, I think that you're limiting yourself and you're limiting your audience and you're limiting an entire population of humanity when you say online. This book is far more, I read more into I'm giving you credit, but you're not no. accepting my credit. Don't. This is a dating preparedness guide. It's not. It's men, bullshit. It's a horrible men. book. No, really. It's, I it's, mean, a, it's a horrible so book for preparing a date. It's awful. Because Listen. you're basically saying, men, you don't know shit about dating, and mommy here is going to teach you how to date. Well, I'm certainly sorry doing. that you're um, offended by the um, advice. I'm and not how offended by the advice. I'm offended that you took the entire male of the species and threw us under a collective bus. That offends me. Okay, well, and you're entitled you're to your opinion. But let me ask you this. You said you met your wife online right yes we did so when you met her you had to create a profile right i did my real picture my this is it baby this is my yes. face so and you've been with your wife for how long 10 years okay so back it up let's say 11 or 12 years because you were meeting and you had to date before you got married so when you went online you posted current pictures of yourself you I didn't did. You didn't post pictures from your glory days of high school. You didn't I had no glory days of high school. High school sucked for me, okay? okay. And I hated high school. Um, well, you didn't post inauthentic photos. You posted 100% authentic photos. When Absolutely. you described yourself, did you describe yourself in a Accurately genuine Accurately to a T, 100%. Okay. You did all the right things. There of is I a humongous community of men who do the opposite. They do post pictures of their glory days when they were much thinner, 
when they had hair. And then they show up on a date and they're much heavier and they have no hair. Let me I mean, tell you about a date that I had. That are going on. I'm specifically addressing this community of online men in the dating I want to tell you about a date that I had. Who are not authentic. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about a date that I had. Oh, no. This woman had a profile picture that looked like she just stepped out of Vogue. All right? Wow. Yeah. We had a little conversation for like a half a day. So we met. When I showed up, I was greeted by a building with a head. Uh-uh-uh. Okay. Can you believe that? She was every bit of 400 pounds. She wow. had more hair on her face than I did. <laughs> um, she had one guy, one, one eye going east, one guy, one eye going west. And, and that, and I was scared. And I'm not a guy that's afraid of anything. That scared the shit out of me. And that's okay? so not cool. She put she you. Had one eye going in each direction. Yeah, but she, and she looked you like King Kong's her. mother. She put you in a very precarious situation because yeah, I you got the fuck out of here real quick. Yeah, you expected to see this beautiful woman, and yeah. like you said, a gargoyle shows up. That is unacceptable. Hey, I got news for you. A gargoyle would have been better. <laughs> that is unacceptable. And if you've listened to other podcasts, Baby that King Kong showed you up. That I tell stories that I have guy buddies. Who have oh, had similar yeah. incidents. That is Mrs. unacceptable. Kong showed up. Holy crap. That is unacceptable. And that's why I said maybe my next book needs to be what humans don't know about dating is a lot. That is so not. May I suggest something? And I'm being totally serious. May I suggest something for your next book? If mm-hmm. there is a next book. Mm-hmm. The, the whole notion of compatibility. Meeting someone that's compatible with you, what to look for. Mm -hmm. You want to start a book. That's the book to start with. Okay. I just gave you the next chapters at the end of this book talking about choosing, about a man has to choose what he wants and be comfortable with himself and know what. And likewise, so do women. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But why is, is little to no attention? being paid to that because uh, I why don't are we not date, garnering anything from it because i don't date women i'm not a subject matter expert on dating women i can't write oh, a book about a woman, women if i don't date them you don't have to date women to understand you are a female your mindset should tell you everything you need to know this and is if a that's book. the problem which i think that might be the problem about um, dating men online that's what this book is about. You're kind of. This is a hot button book, ladies and gentlemen. The book, What Men Don't Know About Dating, is a lot. The author is the enigmatic Noel Benson. Um, thank you, Stephen. Plim- By the way, Stephen Plim's tried to call me four times since we've been on the air. <laughs> he has tra- he's, honestly, God, he's tried to call me four times. Let me see if. How do you, you know, know it's We Plim? might be able to get him on the phone here. Hold on a minute. How do you know it's Plim? His name pops up. Yeah, it's popping up here. Let's. I want to get Steve Plim on the phone. You, you, you want to? Are you game for this? Yes, absolutely. Good. Let's get him on the phone here. I'll break his stones. I love Steve Plim. 
He's a character, is he not? Yes, that's what I love about him. He is so, now there's a man that's authentic. He will tell you <laughs> the truth 100%. He is so funny. Mr. Plim. Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. I Mr. Plim, how are you? Well, I'm better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. I, I couldn't find the number. Are you guys online? Are you we online? are on the air. Hey, Steve. We are live on the radio, Stephen. Am I on the radio right now? Can you are on the radio today? right now. <laughs> okay. I want, to apo- <laughs> I want to apologize. I lost the number. I don't have Alzheimer's. I have. I told Noel I have Alzheimer's. I only remember half of the shit that I say and do. <laughs> No, I couldn't wait to call in, and I'm sitting here on my veranda in Des Moines, Iowa, God's country, and I'm going, I got to call in, want to talk to Noel and you, and I can't get it, so I just put every number in the book I could. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're doing great, Steve. I just said, you know, I said, Steve, Plim, we were just talking about Stephen Plim, and I said, you're never going to believe it. Stephen Plim just tried calling in like four times over here. Let's give him a call. Let's call him back. Thank you. Uh, the IRS does that often with me. So, Stephen, let me ask you a question. We, we are having a heated discussion and actually a very, a very good discussion, a revealing discussion oh, about okay. Noel's book. I have a question for your guy that's, you know, in your in your heyday has dated a, a more than a few women. OK, <laughs> would you say and, and be honest? If you throw the male species under the bus, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it because it comes from you. But let me ask you a question. Okay. And this is a serious question. Do, are men dumb fucks when it comes to dating, or are we just taking our advice from the wrong people? Oh, that's too low of a question, Angelo. God damn it. <laughs> You're putting me on the line now. Quit it. Absolutely, I am. It could, no, it could go either way. You know, okay. you got great gals out there. You got great guys out there. But I will say this, okay? Most guys have one thing in mind, and you know that. This is true. But what Pardon? about guys like me who want to get married and want to fall in love? And are not afraid of commitment. I've been married four times. And God knows I'm not afraid of commitment. <laughs> you know, you, you know what? And my wife Angelo, is shaking. Angelo DeCipio, you are stealing my line. I have been married five times. My moniker, right, is people go, Steve, how come you've been married five times? I said, I'm not afraid of commitment. I'm Jeez. not afraid of commitment. Absolutely. Angelo. Noel, Noel, <laughs> you're stealing from me. You know what, Angelo? You don't need my book. Everything you say is on point. You get it. You know about authenticity. You know about making connections. I'm telling you, just because you get it doesn't mean the rest of the well, world here, does. Here's my here's my point though, and I and I I really wish you would understand what I'm doing here. And I'm not putting the book down, really not. I'm actually giving you credit for this book. The only thing I'm distinguishing between is that while it's true, while it is true that you wrote the book for the post-pandemic world, the online world, Mm -hmm. this book is as 
viable in the dating world sans online than it is anywhere else. That's what I was trying to tell you, and you wouldn't accept well, that. I'm, in, I'm going to interject here right now. Please do, I Stephen. I love, I love both of you, okay? I think her book is right on. Right on. And I have yeah. grown to love her as a person, and she's a great artist, okay? And, of course, you know that I love you. You are, you know, the, the power of the day. Wolfman Jack. <laughs> Look, voice, new Johnny Carson for the new millennium. I, and I get that, see? This is why it's great to meet you both. Well, I met you a year ago, but I just met her uh, three or four months ago. I right. love you both. And you both have great things to say. And I told Noel, he's the greatest interviewer that I've ever seen. And I've been with everybody. Carson, uh, Merv Griffin. I mean, I could name drop all day long, okay? But Scipio, yeah. and I told him this. And it's no blowing smoke up his ass. I told him this privately and on the air. He is the new thing with this podcast thing, this technology. This is like, remember when we only had three TV stations, ABC, CBS, and NBC? Mm -hmm. And then we went into internet, okay, and all that. It just keeps progressing. Discipio is the new, I'm quoting it, Johnny Carson of our day. And it's wonderful. He's a great interviewer. He cares. Thank you, Steve. Does, does he challenge you? Yes. But that's why he's a great interviewer. And I get a little hot-headed sometimes. I'm Italian. I can't help it. Well, oh, I'm my God. Lock. You sound like Andrew Cuomo. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm Italian. I can't help it. Oh, yeah. If you're going to compare me to Andrew Cuomo, we're going to fight, lady. No, I got just what you said. Because he said that, oh. remember? Well, to Stephen's point, I am the love child of Johnny Carson and Wolfman Jack. So, so am I. I mean, I, that's my heroes, man. You know that. I've told you that. I hear you. Oh, absolutely. And I don't need to say it. People know it. Either well, let's talk about Stephen. They know it either actually or subliminally, okay? Yeah. You got the Wolfman Jack voice. You have the Wolfman Jack look. Yes. And, and the talent. The talent Scary, to interview to, the talent to interview people no Thank matter you, who Steve. they are. Thank you. Steven, so you 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 kind of being the promoter and the uh you know um suave speaker you are, you uh completely avoided that question. I'm gonna ask you again because I've not okay. forgotten. So uh, um you've dated a lot of people in your time, especially in the uh, the industry. Um do men need a refresher course or do women just have to be patient and understand the male mind? Oh, what a loaded question. Okay. I mean, Plus, what, that's my job. It's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Okay. Off the cuff. I'm going to answer you your question. Okay. Go ahead. Men, men and women need the same thing. Men are different than women. Women of course are different than men, but we all need, Love, affection, we're all looking to the same thing. Yep. A there commitment that, that is real, okay? And okay. Uh, it's, it's rare. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. 60% of uh, married couples by the seventh year divorce. Okay? Yeah. That's a stat. I didn't make that up. But yeah. here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you and your listeners, okay? And a guy told me this, and... Man, I think he's right. Now watch this. 
it's a little gross, but okay, here it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Show me a great looking woman, like a 10. She's absolutely beautiful. Okay. And she's been married for 10 years. I'll show you a guy that's tired of fucking her. That is what this guy did. And you know what? I believe it. Because it all gets old. It all gets old. We're bad. Can I blow can I blow that theory out of the water? I will tell you, my wife, bless her heart, my wife is a ten. I didn't mean a hundred percent. I'm saying in general. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I I I I wanna tell you what the secret is. I'm gonna help educate the masses here. Because what the heck? I got Noel's book. I may as well help you know sell a few copies. My wife is a 10. She's so good, she's a 20, all right? She's twice as good. Here's the thing about my wife. We talk. Mm -hmm. We communicate. We don't keep anything from each other. We're open. We're honest. We we, we put everything on the table, and then we deal with it. You are so lucky. You You have no idea. I'm more than lucky. I'm very blessed. You, I was just going to say, you are blessed, and you are a small percentage. So many people who meet online do not end up like you and your wife. You are both so very blessed. And I it's, it's I interesting. And it stems from what you said, authenticity. Sure. You put everything out on the table, and you communicate. You have to initiate that from the beginning when you're in online dating. Yeah. You can't post fake pictures. You can't mm-hmm. pretend to be someone you're not. This is bullshit. And it's online to... dating. It's a, it's a standard oper- operating procedure, an online right. dating, and it needs to stop. I'm so going think, to, to share I, I with... I'm interjecting here. Go ahead, Stephen. I think Angelo DiCipio is one of those lucky guys, in quotes, lucky guys that met a girl and did it like this they've been married and they're happy okay yes here's what well, i'm here's, here's, what, I'm here's what i'm referring to so many people don't do that so yeah. many people are not blessed like angelo okay it, that's well, just a fact here steven you when when i when i explain this you'll understand why we've been together so long okay i put my actual real photo on my profile for this website by the way noel i was only on that site for three days okay she was the third person I met on the third day. All right. So when so, did you meet the gargoyle? Oh no, that was way before I went online. Oh. That was that was another site called Zeusk. Yeah, I I've been on Zeusk. We met on a site called Plenty of Fish. Yeah. And I should have known because Zeusk had the word zoo in it, and she <laughs> certainly looks like she came from the zoo. But my <laughs> wife were very my wife and I uh, met online, as I said, but when we finally met in person, I was wearing a Santa Claus costume, standing at the sidewalk of my street. She pulled up and burst out laughing. That was our introduction to each other. And we spent the rest of the night talking and eating. Oh, well, in and- the last podcast, you said you did other things on your first date. Well, of course we did later that evening, but we spoke and talked for several hours. Do you know how unique that is and how special that is? And that's because you both come from a place of realism. You were being real 
And that's what my book is about. Yeah. Authenticity no, and, 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 from inside out. Just be real. I agree with her. I have to agree with her. You're the ahead, anomaly. Jim. You're the anomaly, not the normal. Yeah. And God bless. And God bless you. Right. You know. You know what Noelle is writing about is not the regular, and she's trying to, you know, make people hip and 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 help people. Okay. You're the anomaly, and it works for you. And God bless. It's wonderful. You know. Yeah. But here I go back to her book. Right. I'm promote. <laughs> okay. I met you about a year year ago or something. Okay. I think we did. I think you're the shits. Okay. I met Noel. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Noel, two months, three months ago. Two or three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. okay. And I want to. I want to say this. Okay. Are we live? Everything good? I hope we are live. Here. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. Good. Angelo Decipio, and I've been around the block. I'm not going to name dro name drop, but I will. I've been with Sinatra, this, 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 for 35 years, okay? Vegas, Atlantic City, uh, Japan, all the shit. Uh, I've had so many stars, more stars than I got pubic hairs on my body, okay? So I have a way of disseminating who's real and who's not, okay? Yeah. When I met Angelo DiCipio, and I hope it's only over the phone, but, we, but we've had a million conversations, I love this guy. He knows where it's at. He knows what to do. He knows the in and out and the little intricacies, intricacies of show business that most people do not know. He can help. He can handle and help anybody's career if he chooses to do so. I love. And I have a very loyal audience. Thank you. What? And I have a very loyal audience. Yes, you do. And I'm one of them. You know, I'm an audience of you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I was on your show, what, two or three times? Yeah, and you're uh, coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. No. Yeah, you but, come. Oh, listen, uh, that reminds me. Um, when we uh, when we finish up, which we will be doing in about two minutes, um, stay uh, on the phone with me, Stephen, because I want to talk to you uh, for a moment. Yeah, All okay. right. I, let I me uh, let me just uh, but, but tell what, everybody I, once again the else? book. Hold on, Stephen. I'm going to do Noel's plug, and we're going to do her social media. The book, whatever uh, this, uh, what men? Oh, here. I'm sorry. I was getting ready to make my own title. I, I want to put a, a giant. <laughs> what men don't know about no, dating is a lot. The author is Noel Benson. She's a local lady from Pennsylvania. You're from Philadelphia, Noel. Is that where you're at? I was raised in the I, Lehigh Valley. No, Lehigh. I have an exclusive. Oh, I yeah. Money territory. Everybody, if everybody will be quiet, I have an exclusive scene here for Go your ahead. show. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. We are going to do a gigantic marketing uh, plan on your guest right now, okay? And I'm telling you this nationally. Stern, I talked to Stern, said, well, let me do it. I said, no, fuck you. I didn't say fuck you, but I said, no, affiliation with you. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a very exciting new Where do you, you go? Hello, Stephen. 
Oh my Are God, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Oh, I, I got to get him on. Noel, uh, do, go ahead and plug your social media. Plug the book. Okay, well, I'm on Facebook, Noel Benson. I'm on Instagram, NW Benson. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, of course, Noel Benson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I can end a lot since the publication of my book. A lot of men have been sliding into my DMs, so I can be reached easily through DMs and PMs. It's not difficult to do, and I'm always accessible, and I'm always, um, as I say in my book, conversating with those people who reach out to me. I actually had one woman say to me, she wrote this book so she could get a date. I went, you might, you might be more right than you know. Well, that hasn't worked. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. We, uh, we, whenever Stephen Plim comes in, and uh, he's that's he may- such a cliffhanger. I know what he's going to say, but I think I don't want to steal his thunder. He wants yeah, to say it. But we'll, we're going to find out in a moment. But okay. anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, we are up against the clock. Noel, I gotta go. We are up against the hard clock. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Join us Thursday when Mr. Entertainment himself, Eddie Mansfield, the continental lover, will join us. Take care, everyone.